0: Okay, why don't we go ahead and get started? Welcome to the latest installment of London Aesthetics Forum. Uh, before we get started, just a thanks to the Institute of Philosophy for the space and to the British Society of Aesthetics for funding us. Very happy to have with us today Paloma Atencia Venares, who was for a while the organizer of London Aesthetics Forum and a friend of the London Philosophy Circle. So go ahead to have you back today to talk to us about how to understand fiction in photography thanks so much for having me here today. Uh, um, as uh, Alex mentioned. I was the organizer of the London Message <laughs> Forum a long time ago, and I hold this institution very close to my heart, not only for that reason, but because it played a very important role during the years I spent doing my PhD here in London. So um, yeah it's, it's a great pleasure to be here as a speaker. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about fiction in photography with this rather pretentious title, "How to Understand." fiction in photography. But let's see if I can explain something or not, you'll tell me. But first, let me begin by saying um, uh, various ways in which we can talk about fiction in general and in photography in particular. We can talk about uh, fiction in the, wa- in the way Walton talks about fiction. If we use the notion of fiction in Walton's uh, way, uh, we're, we will be using the notion of fiction as you know, meaning uh, something Similar or the same as uh, well, it's it's, will be tantamount to an idiosyncratic idea of representation. So what Walton wants to capture with this idea of fiction as applied to uh, depiction uh, is uh, this contrast between the direct or ordinary perceptual experience when you see objects face to face versus um, fictional seeing or uh, seeing objects through uh, a picture or through a photograph. But there is another sense in which we can talk about fiction and that we can call it fiction in the object sense. In uh, this sense of fiction, would capture the idea of fictional reference. So the contrast between when when, uh, representations depict or represent or refer to fictional characters uh, uh, versus when they represent or depict real objects. Uh, It's along this dimension of fiction where most or all uh, um, uh, uh, discussions on photography of fiction have been set. I mean, so all the debate about whether uh, uh, about the fictional uh, competence of photography—that is, whether photographs can or cannot represent fictional uh, entities—is set along this this distinction, this dimension of fiction. But there's a third way in which we can uh, talk about fiction, which we can call fiction in the work sense, right? Uh, This sense of fiction uh, tries to capture the way classificatory practices or critical practices sort photographic uh, works or works in general as fiction or nonfiction. And this uh, line of thought, this 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 way of talking about fiction, is typically theorized in literature and in film. But today, I want to talk about this dimension of fiction uh, in photography, right? Uh, so, notice that in contemporary philosophical work uh, regarding fiction in liter in literature and film. It is widely recognized that that this sense of fiction, that is fiction in the in the work sense, is uh, relevant, relevantly different from fiction in the object sense. So, for example, we have a work uh, uh, of nonfiction, say a biography or a documentary on Walt Disney. It refers to Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck many in, in uh, multiple times, but the, the fact that they refer to, to fictional uh, entities does not turn the work into into a fictional work. So, if this happens happens in in literature and in film, we should not uh, assume that it's going to be different in in photography. That is, we shouldn't assume that just because a a, a photograph uh, depicts a fictional character is thereby a fictional world. Notice also that in literature and film, <coughs> philosophical investigation around this dimension of fiction—fiction fiction in the work sense—the uh, philosophical investigation tries to account for well-established classificatory practices that are in place. That is, uh, we have a very clear idea of the extension of works that a theory of fiction must capture in literature and in film. But this is arguably not the case in photography. Uh, intuitions regarding what counts as a fictional work, as opposed to a work, uh, a a, a photograph that represents a fictional uh, object, I, th- I think are messier. So we cannot, uh, and we cannot assume obviously that our theories of fiction designed to account for f- fictional works in one medium are gonna work equally, work, uh, equally well uh, in other media such as photography, right? So uh, the preliminary aim of this, uh, of this presentation therefore is to answer these two questions. Does the distinction between fiction and nonfiction in the work sense apply uh, to photographic works in any informative sense? And if it does, do, the categories, uh, do, do these categories behave, behave in a similar way in photography than in other media, such as literature and in film? And if so, why or why not? So in order to answer these two questions, I'm gonna follow the genre theory of fiction put forward by Stacy Friend here present. And one reason why I do this is because this theory provides a methodology that is neutral, that is, it, it neither presupposes nor departs from a given uh, classificatory practice in certain medium. So that's very helpful and here i'm not going def- uh, to i'm not going to offer a comprehensive defense of the genre theory of fiction against competing uh, theories that's something that Stacy does at length so you know go ahead and read her work if you want although i'm going to say something in the end about this but so but the, the idea is that if, if the application of the theory uh, to the case of photography uh, proves to be informative this analysis will hopefully not only uh, help us to clarify the category of fiction in photography in a way that is consistent i think with appreciative practice practices specifically of that medium, but also will speak in favor, uh, hopefully, of the genre theory of fiction. So let me uh, begin by introducing or reminding you uh, of the basics of the genre theory of fiction. So uh, according to this theory, fiction and nonfiction are genres or appreciative kinds. So these labels do not uh, 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 capture any natural kinds. This is not a metaphysical or an epistemic distinction, but it's, it's a distinction that is grounded in our practices of understanding and appreciating representational works. So according to the theory, genres should be understood along uh, Waltonian categories of art. That is, the, these are ways of classifying words according to their standard, contrast standard, and, and variable features. And these uh, ways of classifying words uh, guide our appreciation of the words that we classify under uh, those categories. The general idea is that standard features internal to the works, together with, the, with metacategorical features, such as, say, the work's origin, authorial intentions, the category under which uh, contemporaries of the author would place uh, the, the work, I mean, all these things are going to contribute to place a work in a category. So the idea is that no feature internal uh, to the work or metacategorical is going to be substantially necessary or sufficient for a work to be classified as fiction. But uh, as a rule of thumb, uh, uh, a, a work cannot be fiction unless first it possesses at least some standard features of fiction and, uh, uh, and it has to meet at least one metacategorical criterion. Hopefully, this will become uh, clearer in, in, in the rest of the presentation. So, uh, something really helpful uh, and good about the, the genre theory of fiction is that the framework of the theory allows that fiction and nonfiction can be genres in some media, but not in others, right? So, uh, so the, the idea is that genres may play a role in the evaluation or in our appreciation of works in a certain medium, but not in others. So for example, take the Villanelle, the Villanelle is a genre of poetry. Uh, right, I mean, when we read uh, po- poems, sometimes if you tell if you tell someone that uh, this poem is a villanelle, you know what to expect. But it, it, but they don't occur in films. Let's say, I mean, if, if if you tell me that this film is a villanelle, that doesn't guide my appreciation of the film. It doesn't. It's not. It doesn't inform my. my uh, doesn't guide my appreciation of the film. It's just not informative. So this is a genre that only applies in poetry, but not in other in other media. So. Our relevant question would be to ask, are fiction or non-fiction active genres in, in photography? And the genre theory of fiction provides a very clear methodology to answer this question. Uh, there are two things that we have to do. First, we have to find the correct criteria for, for, for classification. So, uh, there should be a practice of classifying works uh, such that we can identify uh, a robust set of, of uh, internal features, uh, such as uh, well, standard and contra-standard features of, of words in that category. And also, we, we should be able to identify metacategorical features, that is, established practices in the community and classifi- classificatory intentions, and so on. But this is not enough. We also have to see, we have to check whether the category uh, actually plays a role in, in the appreciation. The, so these things, uh, we have to, uh, the methodologies that want to, to see whether these are active genres, we have to do these two things. So let's start with nonfiction, which I think is, um, uh, we, we, let's apply the methodology to the case of nonfiction, which I think is pretty straightforward, at least in photography. And this, hel- this will help us to see how, how the methodology works, right? So I think it's very safe to say that there is nonfiction in photography, right? Uh, we can identify established practices associated with nonfiction, such as documentary photography, photojournalism, scientific photography, travel photography, and what have you. And also authors who produce works in this category normally have the intention that, the, that their photographs are understood or judged again other nonfictional non photographs. So we have the metacategorical features in place. And also, it seems that, you know, we, we can identify uh, or, or we can there are a relatively robust set of internal features that we can identify as being standard and contrast standard and variable in, in, in the category So for example this is only illustrative is they are not exhaustive uh, but just just to, to show you how, how it works so standard features uh, uh, of, of the category of nonfiction in photography so uh, typically things that we find in those words are factual content, very representations. uh this, these words typically are real or have uh, naturalistic style. The content is put forward by the authors as as being the case uh, or intended to be believed. Uh, Normally objectivity is a constraint in these practices. Uh, uh, Normally these these works don't have uh, 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 artificial lighting, but they have natural lighting, snapshot aesthetics, uh, etc and we and there are things that it's, it's, uh, it's weird to find in those works such as characterizations of, uh, of actors uh, or, or impersonation. Uh, we normally don't see uh, staging in non fictional photographic works there are no usually imaginary scenarios or made up content. Um, Sophisticated pre and post production, et cetera. Those things are going to surprise us. It's not that they never occur, that they would surprise us if we find them in, in these types of, of works. Right? Um, so, uh, and so these seem to provide uh, uh, correct criteria for, for classification. For example, uh, if we see this, uh, this famous photograph by Walker Evans, uh, the, the, the theory would predict that this is, that this is an, a non-fictional work. Because it pos- first, it possesses various standard features of the category. For example, it depicts a factual ordinary, ordinary life scene with a realistic style. Uh, the depicted subjects are not actors. There is no sign of artificial lightning, etc. Also, photographs. Uh, uh, these photographs were part of a book uh, with factual content and was classified as nonfiction, so a metacategorical, metacategorical feature there. And also, uh, the photographs were intended to be part of an assignment for Fortune magazine, which is a non-fictional publication. So we, th- there are the, the metacategorical features and the uh, internal features uh, in place. So this predicts that this is a non-fictional work for those reasons. Good. Uh, what about fiction, so fiction I mean maybe there are uh, uh, more skeptical views here, right because first of all, as, as, as I said before, uh, we don't have clear intuitions with respect to what kind of photographs fall into the category of fiction uh, because if you if you ask people and this is something that I've done a lot of times if you, if you Uh, uh, ask people what what they think are fictional uh, works of photography, probably, uh, you know, they would come up with uh, different types of photographs and normally what people uh, identify as, as, as fictional photography would be like photographs that are what, uh, manipulated in, so, in some way, no? or that they don't fit in, into a uh, general category of documentary. But that doesn't show that this set of words that people have in mind uh, actually uh, belong to an actual appreciative practice, or that such category play, uh, play a role in, in the appreciation of works of photography. And other source of skepticism could be like, look, I mean, the label of fiction is not frequently used when we classify photographs. And uh, the fact that we don't use the label in, pho- in photography may indicate that there is no practice of fiction within the medium. And of course, if there is no established practice of fictional photography, how do we know which are standard, contra standard, and variable features in, the, uh, in, in, in a category, right? So, these are all reasonable concerns, uh, but I do think that uh, there is indeed an established practice uh, of fiction in photography, although it's relatively recent and also uh, um, very uh, limited practice. So, there is a tradition of photographic works whose content and style are continuous with the practice of fiction in other media. Works in this tradition are not works that simply do not fit uh, into, in, into the non-fiction category, or that are simply not documentary photography. Fictional photography is not every photographic work that is unrealistic or involves manipulation. There's, so, it, there's something more uh, specific. These are works, photographic works of fiction are works that are that intentionally and explicitly draw from or are inspired by fi, uh, uh, fictional literature and films. So these are the kind of works that, I, that I, I'm uh, thinking of. So, um, words by uh, Cindy Sherman and uh, Gus uh Some of the, uh, the work of Jeff Wall. Um, uh, of course, there are others. But uh, so with this, uh, so uh, with this uh, kind of works in mind, we can uh, identify perhaps standard features. So, for example, standard features of this cate- category uh, would be like. Uh, Um, Reference to literary or cinematic themes, uh, such as Alice in Wonderland, Ophelia. Uh, Sophisticated pre and post-production, use of actors and impersonation, staged or made of uh, situation, an element of performance, uh, a a suggestive imaginative story, and the type of shots that are characteristic of, of fictional films. Uh, so these are, I mean, this, this, this are the, the standard features, but also uh, critics o- uh, 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 actually use the label of fiction to, to refer to, uh, to this very delimited and clear set of works. Here is a sample, so I mean there are many of them, but I wouldn't bring them all. So when, when uh, uh, critics refer to the, to the work of Cindy Sherman, Gregory Crewdson, or Anna Gaskell and others, they explicitly use the label fictional photography or uh, fictional works, uh, etc. So there seems to be a robust set of, in- so, so this is right. There seem to be a robust set of internal uh, features, that is standard and contrast standard features of the category and also metacategorical features to identify the categories of fiction and nonfiction in photography. However, this doesn't yet show that fiction and nonfiction are actually genres or, aff- or, or appreciative uh, kinds in, in the sense of the genre theory of fiction. Uh, we, we still uh, need to show that these categories actually play a role in the appreciation of, of works. And in order to, to know whether the category has an effect in appreciation, we can run the, the change of category test that uh, Stacy proposes following Walter, of course. So the idea is that by changing the contrast class when we evaluate a work, some features are going to become more salient while others are going to stay in the background. So let's test this. So. Uh, take, for example, this photograph entitled Death, uh, Death Troop Talk. Um, if you know it, this is not going to work, but uh, hopefully if, if you don't, that's, that's better. So, um, so try to see this photograph as a work of nonfiction. Uh, if we see this photograph as a nonfictional work, uh, we'll probably recognize the subject matter as standard for the category. So war scenes are you know, not unfrequent in, in documentary photography. And we'll probably assume that the the people depicted are actual soldiers and uh, that that, that this happened, that it was the Red Army Patrol uh, uh, in in Afghanistan in the winter of 1986 because the label says so. Now, paying attention to the details will probably uh, lead to assess this photograph negatively because it looks somehow artificial. If we look close uh, uh, at the details, Uh, We'll notice, for example, that one of the soldiers is explicitly showing us his wounds, while the other has uh, a very strange and and exaggerated expression of disgust. Or in this other detail, um, the soldiers seem to be extremely white and perhaps posing. So all this seems to be uh, uh, contra-standard features for a non-fictional work. And uh, partly because of this, uh, we might be led to judge uh, the the photograph negatively. Probably we'll we'll, we'll think that this is a bad uh, uh, non-fictional work because it seems staged, artificial, inauthentic, or stilted. Now, try to see this photograph now as a work of fiction. If we perceive this photograph as a work of fiction, perhaps we will assume from the outset that this is a staged scene. The soldiers, we might be led to think, uh, uh, the soldiers that we've seen in the shot are probably just actors, and the scene may, may well be a reenactment, but it may well not be. Uh, because all, the, all these are standard features of the category of fiction, so they, they wouldn't surprise uh, us to see us, to see them. In fact, we would expect them to be so. We won't take the theatricalization or the artificiality as a problem. In fact, the, the exaggeration, we would probably think, is probably intended and therefore blameless. The photograph, we may conclude, is a parody or a, com- or a commentary uh, of the nonsense of war. And accordingly to, uh, uh, according to this reflection, we might think that the, that the uh, photograph is skillful, imaginative, subtle, or even uh, smart, right? So if this is right, different reaction, reactions to the same photographs, depending on how we label it, supports the claim that the categories of fiction and nonfiction do affect our appreciation of, of photography. And if this is so, and we also have a robust criteria for classification, that, that's what I, that we did before, it seems that we can say confidently that fiction and nonfiction are indeed active genres in photography in the sense of the genre theory of fiction. Now, I will suggest, however, that the fiction and nonfiction distinction behaves slightly different in the photographic medium. Okay. So in Stace's application of the genre theory uh, to the case of literature and, and film, what we get is a picture in which fiction and nonfiction are both overarching, over, overarching genres uh, with different subgenres. Okay. So while the labels may suggest uh, that this is so, there is no leading genre and, and a complementary genre. So nonfiction is not everything that is not fiction. So according to Stacy, standard—sorry—according uh, uh, so, to Stacey, both genres have a distinctive positive characterization. And the set of standard and contrast standard fici- uh, features of nonfiction are not merely the negation of the standard and contra standard fici- uh, uh, features of, uh, of fiction. So both genres are going to have uh, a robust uh, set of standard features, marked here in orange and green, and, um, and, and these standard features are going to inform or are going to be partly inherited by the subgenres. And of course, all the subgenres are all also going to have their own uh, uh, particularities or their own standard features. But the point is that they still inherit uh, uh, standard features from the overarching uh, uh, category, which is fiction and nonfiction. Right, I don't think that this is the case in photography. I think that in photography there is what we can call the factual genre, what it's gonna be equivalent more or less to the non-fictional genre in other uh, media. And this is a comprehensive all encompassing and relatively homogenous genre. So there are a robust set of standard internal internal features that uh, are gonna be and also metacategorical features are going to be inherited by the subgenres of this this, uh, uh, overarching category. Uh, However, the fictional genre uh, uh, is rather restrictive and and substantially different from other uh, non-factual photographic genres. So, I think that photographic traditions such as pictorialism, dadas, or realism, caricature, abstraction, etc., are certainly not factual phot- uh, photography. Okay? They are, in many cases, intentional reactions against uh, realist or factual or documentary tradition. But they don't, they don't fit well in the category of fiction as I, uh, I, I propose we should conceive of it in photography. So, take the case of pictorialism, for example, which is probably the closest uh, genre to fiction. However, pictorialist photography does not seem to share the standard features of of fictional photography. There is no explicit reference to cinematic style and sophisticated pre and post production. And although subjects are depicted adopting deliberately expressive poses, we don't normally find the presence of actors or impersonation. Similarly, although the content of the subject matter of, of, uh, of these photographs, of pictorialist photographs, is frequently expressive or evocative of emotions, uh, and thereby invite to a certain extent uh, 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 viewers to engage in in imagination, it would not be appropriate, I think, to speak of a full-fledged made of content. In fact, most scenes and uh, individuals depicted are real, and they are intended to be perceived as such. And the case of caricature uh, uh, or photographic distortion is more or less similar. So uh, we would certainly be reluctant to classify these pictures as factual photography or, or nonfiction, right? But they do not belong to the fiction genre either. Although caricatures certain, certainly depict uh, their content in a non-veridical way, they don't necessarily uh, have, to, um, have to have non-factual content. In fact, it is rather standard to depict people and things that exist in caricature. So, photographic for, for caricature very rarely show actors performing or impersonating uh, or other people, and there's normally no staging, right? And similarly, we don't find other standard uh, other standard features of fiction, such as imaginative narrative or sophisticated pre-production. And the same can be said about other other uh, non-factual genres. But I don't have the time to go through all of them, right? So the point is that the the standard features of all non-factual genres are very different from the standard features of of fiction. Um, So so the point is that there, uh, what I said before, that there are a variety of photographic practices that are not part of the factual genre, but that do not fit into the category of fiction either. So the non-factual photographic practices are rather heterogeneous, I think. Because distinctive standard features are not shared among the various uh, non-factual practices, and naturally, and uh, uh, different practices are produced with very different categorical intentions. And you may think, well, this this is also the case in in, in factual photography, but I don't think this is is actually the case. Although there are many different types of factual photography, so, uh, I don't know, photojournalism, scientific photography, sports photography, vernacular photography, or street photography, or what have you. And it's true that they all have their distinctive standard features. They nevertheless are less uh, heterogeneous um, uh, uh, compared to the non-factual photographic genres, or so, I think. Uh, I don't have the time to go through all this, if you want, we, we, we can discuss this in in the Q&A, but basically what I do here, I mean, uh, this is just not, I mean, I, I think that there are, these are a core of standard features that uh, many different uh, uh, Factful uh, genres share. Of course, there are going to be different things that uh, that uh, each of them have n- not in common, but there are a core set of standard features that are uh, that are substantive and robust and uh, and are shared between all of them. So. Uh, For this reason, I think that in photography, it's more appropriate to talk about two complementary categories that are factual and non-factual photography. So the category of factual photography is indeed a genre, which is comprehensive and relatively homogeneous, and where um, the set of standard features of the the category are inherited by the subgenre. The non-fictional category, however, uh, is not a genre in the relevant sense. It's not an appreciative kind in in and of itself. It's just an umbrella term or category that we can use to name a variety of of, uh, rather heterogeneous and independent uh, genres that do not belong to the factual genre. There might be some standard features that uh, all the non-factual genres inherit, for example, the the rejection of realism. But that alone is not sufficient to inform and guide our our appreciation of all of them, of all of these genres. So non-factual photography uh, is, in this sense, not equivalent to fiction. Fiction in photography is indeed a genre, but but it's uh, one among the different genres uh, of the non-factual photography, right? And I actually think, and this is a bit speculative, but I'm going to throw it there. I think that the peculiarities that the the genres um, uh, display in photography, uh, the fact that uh, there are two complementary genres, factual and non-factual, where the factual genre, in in a way, is the leading one, or the more basic, or however you want to call it. uh, I think this is, in a way, related to the nature of the medium. I mean, I think that given the nature of the medium, In a way, standard features of factual photography come for free or by default. I mean, firstly, as some philosophers here present have claimed, the photographic mechanism is designed to capture veridical images uh, of real existent objects. Of course, this doesn't prevent there being non-veridical images of photographic images or, uh, or images that represent or photographic images that represent fictional characters. But it makes it much easier to obtain a photograph that is veridical and to obtain uh, one that depicts a fictional object or a non veridical scene. Also, many philosophers have also claimed that, pho- that photographs have a peculiar phenomenology and that they are distinctively a-, a realistic medium. So in a way, the realistic style, which is a, a-, a standard feature of factual photography, also comes for free. And also, many philosophers have insisted that there is an epistemic uh, advantage that we uh, typically associate to photography. So, you know, in, in a way, this predisposes uh, viewers to believe that the things they see uh, in the photographs, in a way, typically exist in the world. So it's not surprising that uh, factual photography is used uh, to show factual content, right? So let me summarize what I've said so far. So, um, how how are we doing with time? Okay, good, good. Good. (laughs) So so I've claimed that fiction and nonfiction are active genres in photography. Why? Well, because we can first, we can identify a robust set of features that predict uh, correct classification. And these categories we've said that uh, uh, matter for appreciation. And I also said that fiction and nonfiction behave uh, a bit differently or peculiarly in photography compared to literature and film. I think that it's more appropriate to talk about factual and non-factual photography. Where factual photography is an overarching, uh, uh, homogeneous uh, genre with various subgenres, but non-factual photography is not a genre in and of itself. It's not an appreciative kind, but only an umbrella term that we use that we can use to name a variety of rather heterogeneous and independent genres that do not belong to the factual genre. Fiction is just a one, one of the uh, different non-factual genres, but non-factual photography is not equivalent to fictional photography. And I conjecture also that the fact that factual photography is, in a way, the leading genre. I don't know if this is the best way to put it, but in a way, the more basic or default, the default mode, I don't know. So this may not be unrelated to the nature of the medium. Now, what I want to do uh, uh, to end the presentation uh, is I want to highlight uh, the advantages of the genre theory, theory of fiction. Look, if part of the analysis that I have presented so far is right, it seems that the genre theory provides us with a straightforward methodology to answer the, question, the two questions I posed at the beginning. And in this sense, I think the, the genre theory of fiction, uh, in a way, uh, give us a picture, I mean, uh, applying the methodology provides us a, a picture uh, that, fits, that, that fits the intuitions of uh, the critical practices specific of that medium. And in this sense, I think this, this theory provides a nice framework to, ex- to explain the, pecul- the peculiarities of the genre in photography. Now, if we were to follow al- alternative theories of fiction that try to explain the same dimension of fiction that it's fiction in the work sense, it's not very clear which methodology we should follow. Presumably, uh, we should look at the definition of fiction that they provide. They normally provide necessary and sufficient conditions, and we might go and see whether there are works of of photography which fits the definition. So let's try to do this. I'm I'm just going to mention there are, I mean, uh, theories of fiction keep keep on proliferating, so I'm not going to mention all the cases. I'm just going to mention three, but if you want to discuss the others, we can do that in the Q&A. So, the most influential theories of fiction nowadays are still uh, the um, those that propose that there there is a, a specific speech act, a fictional utterance that uh, uh, define uh, what fiction is. and normally they provide two conditions. so uh, the first condition is normally that works that that uh, something is fiction if it if it invites the audience to imagine or make believe the pro- the propositions uh, in the content, plus an extra condition. So the idea is that, this would be the methodology. If works of photography fit that, uh, the, the definition, then they would uh, presumably uh, uh, count as fiction, right? But uh, I will try to show that this this methodology uh, uh, doesn't uh, get us satisfactory results. So let's start with uh, uh, Greg Curry's theory of fiction, which is meant to be applicable to defective works. So according to this theory, a work is fiction if and only if, first condition, it is the product of a fictive intent, that is an invitation to imagine the content. And if what we we imagine is true, then it is at most accidentally true. Okay, so let's see how this applies uh, to photography. So given the context of production of this picture by Elliot Erwitt, it is reasonable to think that the picture is inviting us to imagine that what is broken is not only the window, but also the child himself. Or to imagine that the kid has a broken soul, or a fragile, uh, 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 a fragile soul, soul as a window. And this, uh, this thought is probably also not accidentally true. Okay? So according to, to, to this theory, this, uh, this photograph should qualify uh, as fiction. It meets the two conditions. But you know, this is uncontroversially a work of nonfiction, or uh, a documentary work by Elliot Erwitt, I think. Uh, now there are other uh, uh, theories of fiction uh, uh, that are not explicitly meant to be applicable to depictive words, but let's see if they if they work. So uh, according to David Davis, a work of fiction uh, uh, a work is fiction if and only if first, if the author intends the audience to make believe the narrated events, and it is not the case that correspondence with the matter. Uh, the manner in which events actually transpire was taken by the author to be a constraint on the inclusion of content in the narrative. So, if we follow this definition, these uh, these two, I think, uncontroversial uh, fictional works by uh, Agan and will not qualify as fiction, since since they do. Um, they do not meet the second condition uh, proposed by Davies. That is, it is clear that part of the content included in the, uh, included by the photographer was indeed constrained by the manner in which event actually uh, happened. It's not a coincidence that the background of the picture, the, both pictures, uh, um, are, uh, uh, are real scenes of the Battle of Normandy or the visit of Him- Himmler to the concentration camp uh, near Minsk. So. Of course, notice that we can claim that there were all content that, you know, you can, you can object. Look, I mean, there were all content or everything that is depicted was certainly not constrained by how events actually transpired. But if the requirement is that in order to qualify as fiction, nothing in the content should be constrained by how events actually transpired, then the theory would also have to exclude historical fictions as fictions because the same happened uh, in historical fiction. So again, this theory also predicts that these uh, words are uh, are not words of fiction, where they are uh, uncontroversially, I think, uh, words of fiction. Uh, OK, a third uh, theory of fiction, uh, Kathleen Stock uh, uh, theory of fiction, uh, claims that uh, roughly, I mean, simplified, that uh, P, a certain proposition is fl- fictional if there is a prescription for the subject to imagine the proposition. And either uh, the subject does not believe the proposition or the subject is disposed to connect the proposition to at least one thought, cue, that one does not believe. So if we follow Stock's definition, this photograph would, I think, qualify as fiction since presumably it prescribes us to imagine that there is a man with a, dog's, uh, with, with a dog face. But we certainly don't come to believe that it's actually the case. Moreover, uh, the, the photographer does not intend us, uh, uh, for us to do that either. I mean. Uh, this is a photograph by Elliot Erwin. It's a bad reproduction. But it's not that he's trying to tell us, like, look, there is a man with a dog face. It's just an, an, an ironic uh, photograph. I mean, we're not intending to believe uh, that. Um, uh, So the two uh, so the two conditions of fictionality are met and yet uh, fiction is not the category under this uh, uh, which I think current uh, critical practices place this photograph. This is a typical photograph by Elliot Erwitt so a documentary photographer who documents this is uh, the irony of everyday life in New York. Good Uh, so. I mean, there are uh, other theories of fiction. If you want to go through them, I mean, uh, we, can, we can do that. But I think this, this represents the, the, the general idea. So the idea is that theories of fiction don't allow us to make more fine-grained distinction between fictional photography and other non-factual photo- uh, photographic genres. So if we follow standard theories of fiction, what we get is that photographs such as these, that are normally categorized as the dark caricature or pictorialist would fall into the category of fiction. Because technically, they fulfill the necessary and sufficient conditions of the theory. So they, they invite us to, to imagine certain content. And they do not depict something that is actually the case. They were not constrained by the manner in which uh, events uh, transpired. And they do not, do not ask the audience to believe the same proposition that was pres- prescribed to imagine. However, as I mentioned earlier on, this way of classifying, them, uh, of classifying these pictures would be at odds with artistic or critical practices. So overall, the genre theory of fiction not only provides us with a better methodology to answer the questions, I think it also provides a nice framework to explain the peculiarities of the genres in photography. So that's all, thank you.